This is BT Techno, a regular podcast series for financial advisors wanting to remain at the forefront of strategy, regulatory and industry news. Hello everyone, my name is Tim Howard, Technical Services Consultant in the BT Technical Services team. A group of qualified individuals who can help you as advisors answer any technical advice strategy related queries you might have. As we approach the end of 2022 today, I wanted to highlight some of the top issues advisors have been discussing with the team over the last quarter. First off, the recent change to the work bonus aimed at easing cost of living pressures and labour shortages. Older Australians who are over age, pension age and receiving an eligible income support payment can now earn up to $11,800 from working both as an employee or being self-employed without reducing their pension entitlement. The maximum work bonus income bank as it's known was previously $7,800 and has been temporarily increased to ease the cost of living pressures on seniors, as well as encourage them to rejoin the workforce to help relieve some of the labour shortages. Pensioners have, up until December 2023, extended from the original June 2023 deadline to utilise this additional $4,000 in their income bank. While the fortnightly amount they can earn of $300 has not changed, the increased income bank would potentially allow eligible individuals to exceed this threshold over the next year. Now, while the increase to the work bonus income bank is welcome one for many clients, uh, how it works actually works across the current financial year and how it will work across next financial year is resulting in a number of other queries from advisors. Advisors are primarily seeking clarity on how their client's individual situation uh, will be impacted by this change. Secondly, regular indexation of certain legislative thresholds is designed to ensure that amounts stay in line with inflation, something we've seen a lot of lately. For example, recently the age pension payments were increased uh, as they usually are around this time of year. Indexation also applies to some superannuation thresholds. Now, in January, it is expected to become clearer whether the general transfer balance cap uh, will increase from current position of $1.7 million. Now, based on the current level of inflation, it will be raised to as high as 1.9 million from 1 July 2023, unless legislative changes are introduced between now and then. The transfer balance cap is the amount of superannuation that can be transferred to a tax-free retirement income stream, and the general cap, as mentioned, currently sitting at $1.7 million. Indexation of the transfer balance cap is determined by reference to movements in the consumer price index. Increases to the TBC or transfer balance cap occur in increments of $100,000 as well. Now, because of the rapid increase in the level of CPR during 2022, uh, it's almost certain there will be a double indexation of the general cap to $1.9 million from 1 July next financial year. If you have clients who are planning to start a retirement income stream before 30 June 2023, it's worth considering if this is the best outcome for them. Would they be better off delaying, for example, the commencement of an income stream until after 1 July 2023 so that they can gain the maximum indexation benefit? Uh, will we see a change between now and then? might it be worth taking a wait-and-see approach um, to see what the uh, environment is as we do approach the end of the financial year. 
Now, relating to the TBC, transfer balance cap is the total superannuation balance threshold, or TSB as we call it. The TSB is used, amongst other things, to determine the level of non-concessional contributions that can be made by a client into super in a particular income year. The TSB threshold is an amount equal to the general TBC, or transfer balance cap, so it is also currently at $1.7 million but could potentially increase to 1.9 as well from 1 July 2023. Now, the bill to reduce the eligibility age for downsizer contributions is now passed both Houses of Parliament and has become law with an effective date of 1 January 2023. Uh, the bill lowers the age from age 60 to age 55 years for individuals who can make a downsizer contribution to the superannuation from the proceeds of selling an eligible dwelling. To be eligible, clients also need to have owned their home, their eligible dwelling, for at least 10 years or more. Downsizer contributions are and continue to be uh, at a maximum of $300,000, and these contributions do not count towards any of the usual contribution caps um, and can be made even if a client has total super savings, total superannuation balance, that is, uh, above $1.7 million. Consequence of selling the principal home uh, on eligibility for Centrelink payments and income support should be weighed up very carefully. Now, while downsizing can ease the cost of living pressures for many Australians, not only because it frees up money, the maintenance costs, maintenance costs on a smaller home are usually lower as well. In addition, the ability to make up to 300000 in downsizer contributions to super tax-free can certainly boost retirement savings significantly. However, those who are receiving an age pension, for example, or expecting to down the track should be aware and give consideration to how the age pension means testing may be impacted uh, by making that type of contribution. Now, for the first time in over 20 years, the income thresholds for the Commonwealth Seniors Health Card have been raised outside of indexation, that is, with the passing of legislation which came into effect or came, became law, I should say, on the 28th of October 2022 and effective from the 4th of November 2022, the income thresholds for the Commonwealth Seniors Health Card for singles increased to $90,000 from 61,284 and for couples increased to $144,000 combined up from $98,054. Eligibility for the Commonwealth Seniors Health Card gives seniors access to valuable concessions, primarily cheaper medicine under the Pharmaceuticals Benefit Scheme, but additionally cardholders may also receive economic support payments as we saw uh, through the pandemic. Now, finally, advisors with clients who have young families are taking into account the substantial increase, increase to the childcare subsidy rates applicable from 1 July 2023. Childcare subsidy rates will increase from 85% to 90% for families with a combined income of less than $80,000. The rate will reduce by 1% for each additional five thousand dollars of annual income uh, from eighty five thousand dollars plus for example a couple with a combined income of one hundred and twenty thousand dollars would receive a child care subsidy percentage of eighty two percent a combined income of three hundred thousand dollars would result in the family receiving forty six percent 
and those with a combined income of $530,000 or greater will not be eligible for the childcare subsidy. Now, although the subsidy increase is not effective for another six months, it's not too early for busy parents to start planning for any adjustments to their household budgets and work commitments in the new financial year. Any extra support relating to childcare costs would be a real relief, certainly uh, for many families. Now, other topics that advisors are raising questions about include being able to exit retirement income, uh, legacy products. Uh, this was not addressed, unfortunately, in the October federal budget, and so we really are waiting and seeing if uh, it will appear at all on the current government's radar, uh, given that it was a, an announcement, of, a former budget announcement of the former government. Now, of course, advisors are also eagerly awaiting and anticipating the final report for the quality of advice review, which was handed to government in December and may be made public, uh, hopefully for many of us soon. Now, our BT Cabinet webinar series will be returning for 2023, kicking off with episode 67, SMSF Investments, Exotic Assets and Structures, with Matt Money, Matt Manny, none of them taking place on Wednesday, the 18th of January uh, at 12 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. This session will cover the rules and considerations for SMSFs purchasing less commonly owned investments, including cryptocurrency, artwork, wine, and related private trusts. As always, remember, simply head to bt.com.au forward slash professional and follow the links to the BT Academy webinar series to register for our current and future events. Like all of our webinars, the sessions will also be available on demand if you can't join us live and all sessions are accredited for CPD points. In the meantime, as always, if you have any technical questions, you can contact the BT Technical Services team on one 800 655-901 or by emailing the team via technical at btfinancialgroup.com Thank you for joining me today. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and until next time, thank you and bye for now. BT Tech knows and now you know. Join us next time to keep ahead of the curve for strategy, regulatory and industry news. This podcast has been developed for financial advisor use only and provides general information only. It does not take into account any particular individual's objectives, financial situations or needs.